Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, we're on a monorail. I can't wait to go see the bears today. Man, where's Joe? Jen, can you give him a call on that phone number that we tell everyone to call every week? I'll call it right now. Hello, please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Joe Mama. Hey, this is Joe with Is Is. Leave a message and we'll get back to you. Thank you and have a magical day. I just wanted to tell you, you suck for not being here. Goodbye. Welcome to episode 176 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today we'll begin the His on Disney Mania and Every Day's a Holiday Stage Show. And with us today, who came to me and told me, let's do an episode on this subject, is Remy from Remy's Roundtable. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. So what is your connection to Disney Mania? Because I know you have a connection to it. I do. My dad, he was actually part of the the Disney Mania stage show, and this was the very first stage show he ever he has he had ever done on on the Disney property. I mean, he he's he's done many other stage shows like uh, the original Tomorrowland stage show uh, that was uh, right behind uh, before it was uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger, Space Ranger Spin. I I can't remember the name of that other attraction, but um, anyway, there was a stage show back there, and he would do you know, shows over there, but he mostly started out working at the, uh, the Disney mania, uh, stage show at the magic kingdom. And I, I gotta say, I had, I had to give a shout out to Dane because he actually sent me a, a YouTube video of this, this guy, he recorded pretty much all of the Disney mania, uh, live show. And I'm like, Wait a minute, hold on. Who's that bass player right there? Did I know that guy? I'm like, holy crap, that's my dad. My dad oh, really? is on, my dad is in the video. That's oh, because really cool. I watched cool. I watched a video. Do you remember what year it was? Because there was a video that was 91 and one that was 93. So he was in 93. He was in the okay. 93. Band. I think I watched that video too. So I wish I had known that ahead of time. So I could have been like, because I like bass, so I definitely wouldn't know which one's bass. That's that's awesome. Because he's like, he's like, how did you know? How did you know it was me in the video? I'm like, Dad, come on! I recognize your bass. I, I know which bass you're playing. He goes, Oh, so you're talking about the old black uh, Steinberger? I'm like, That's exactly the one I'm talking about. He's like, He's like, Oh man, I miss that bass so much. <laughs> That's awesome. So before we get to the episode, uh, everybody who's listening, uh, go ahead and you can watch us. We're on Patreon. Just visit our website, dizhis.com, and go to the link up top, and then you can see us. We're live right now for our Patreons. Uh, busy group right now. We have about like, what, five in here? Pretty pretty big party. Um, we also give away daily or weekly gifts. Sometimes we give away some wax melts. Sometimes we give away dis his merch. And sometimes we give away some Disney merch. You can uh, be part of the Patreon as low as two bucks a month. Just go to dishis.com. And if you want to leave us a message or share a memory, you can give us a call at 707-842-842. 0345. Hey, you can also email us if you want to you know, do something in the 2020 era and uh, email us at dizhishistory at gmail.com. Give me an information like maybe future episodes, ideas. Maybe we got some information wrong you want to correct. Maybe we missed out on some good information you know. Uh, just send us an email at dizhishistory at gmail.com. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, please reach out to dizhis65scott at yahoo.com. Yahoo! 
Where you can get in contact with, that's right, Scott. Today we're going to go over Disney Mania and Every Day is a Holiday stage show. Uh, Jen, do you remember seeing these stage shows? Okay, so I feel like there are the families that when the stage show starts, they they stop yes. or they're waiting for it, right? Uh-huh. I kind of lump those families together. And then there are the families that go, oh, crap, there's a stage show going on. Hurry, quick, run over to Pirates or, you know, whatever. Right. And that's where family. Beat, that's that's what so. you guys did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I've, I've me, you know, I, I don't, I didn't go to Disney very often in the 90s, so I do remember this at all. And then Chris, you know, he wasn't alive in the 90s, so he doesn't remember it. I was so, still dead. <laughs> <laughs> As Bluey would say, ooh, I was invisible. <laughs> I was invisible. <laughs> um, so, so Remy, do you, because your dad was in the show, do you, yeah. would, would you like go just kind of, hey, it's a Saturday, let's go see what dad's doing kind of thing? You, so usually dad, my dad will actually bring me to his gigs. Like he will bring me to his stage shows. And because since I was uh, young enough, I would get him for free. So right. my dad's like, my dad was like, uh, I can't remember what age I was, but he's like, hey, I got to go to Disney today. You want to go? I'm like, yes, I'll go with you. So I would just be backstage, you know, being nice and chilled, you know, meeting the characters and stuff. And then after like his first break, we'll go do a couple of rides inside the Magic Kingdom. And then uh, after that, uh, he'll do his last his last stage show of the day. And then after his last stage show, we will go to uh, Epcot for uh, dinner. So that Hold was up. Of- that's okay. So wow. That sounds like wow, an amazing much, day to have him mo- right, a lot well, of times. How much has Disney changed? Disney has changed a lot. Because <laughs> can you even imagine the like a cast member just bringing their, you know, preschooler to hang out with them? You sit here. I don't think that happened. Yeah, I don't no. think that happened nowadays. No. For what sure. a what a change. Well, let's put it this way. My dad had that, you know, the platinum um, Disney ID where he can bring pretty much anybody on property. And uh, mm. he had he had the like the, the, the right right of way to just drive on property. And he had his like his own reserve spot and everything. So he's like, wow. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and just bring Remy and and my mom and uh, my sister wasn't even born yet, but uh so he was like, Hey, we're gonna go to Disney. My mom, my mom would watch me backstage for a little bit, and then we'll just go. To, we'll just go right, right into uh, on stage uh, at the Magic Kingdom and just hang out in the park while uh, my dad was doing his gig. So that's how it was back then. But now, now it's just completely different. I yeah. mean, you guys, you guys are absolutely right. Yeah, Remy, can yes. you briefly just tell us your dad's relationship with Disney? Uh so right. In, well, he's not. Well, he wasn't with Disney. He's not with Disney anymore. Yeah, just like, so. like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like his history. You want his biography? Well, yeah. no, because he 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 um he just just you explain it so because you'll explain it better than I could. Well, well, Chris, what, what was the question, sir? So you you asked me like so. What 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 kind of working relationship did your dad have with Disney? Like, what was he responsible for? What did he actually do? Did it go beyond the stage shows? So my dad would actually just strictly work at Magic Kingdom for a little bit, and then he would do the Tomorrowland uh, stage show, gotcha. which is uh, uh, I can't remember what ride it was before. You know, uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. I think that was, was that Horizons or is that something else that was? It was that ride was called. It was Take Flight, and then before that, I think it was called If You Had Wings. Right. So so and so Dream Flight. Does that ring a bell? Dream flight. Dream flight. Okay. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, 
so there was a so there was a this little mini stage in the back of uh Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. There was like a, a stage right beside it. And my dad would do my dad would do gigs over there for a little bit. Cool. And just go back to the stage, go back to Disney Mania stage show at Magic Kingdom, uh, right in front of Center Royal Castle. So he would do, you know, private parties, private events on the Disney property. He would oh, work, nice. work, at the, work at the hotels, uh, just doing, you know, gigs, like actual paying gigs at, on the, the, around the As Disney a performer, property. as an entertainer. As an entertainer, yes. Uh, and then my dad would, uh, my dad and his uh, former band, uh, they were played at the uh, jazz club at the uh, play- at Pleasure Island. Oh. So, oh, that's cool. So my dad and my dad would take me to his gigs when I was like 13, 14 years old. I would go with them to Pleasure Island, even though it was an 18 and up uh, establishment. But uh, my dad is like, hey, if you're cool, I'm going to take you to the jazz club. So you can hang out with us, hang out in the green room. And then uh, Did people try to get you to drink root beer there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lots of root beer. Yes, sir. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so we uh so during the time in pleasure island he would take me like to uh the comedy warehouse because he knew a lot of entertainers over there so during his like his first break is like hey if you want you can go to comedy warehouse and hang out with my good friend of mine hang out there for a little bit then come back for our last set i'm like perfect i'm like i'm like what about the candy store he's like okay we'll go to the candy store you you go get something <laughs> and i go get something and I'm like, hmm, boy, I have it good. I mean, a young, a young yeah, guy, really. 14 years old, just walking around Pleasure Island and just having fun, you know? That is so cool. That's pretty awesome. Definitely a, uh, a life that a lot of people would like to lead there for sure. I mean, we, I mean, I had this conversation, you know, with a good friend of mine, and he goes, okay, now, Remy, think about what we just said. Your dad would take you on property and then you guys will go to go to Epcot for dinner. You know how lucky you are to to just to do that when you were at that age. I'm like, well, you know what? I can I can still do it if I want to. You know. Let's get to the his on Disney Mania and Everyday's A Holiday Stage Show. Disney Mania and Everyday's A Holiday were live stage shows that performed on the Cinderella stage in front of the Magic Kingdom's Cinderella Castle. These two shows utilize a live band and background dancers to have everyone's favorite characters perform holiday hits in Disney movies or TV show classics. I feel like that's definitely a way to classify what you would consider a classic stage show with the words live band. Mm-hmm. Because now, honestly, at this point, where at Disney do you see a live band? Yeah, no, not. I mean, uh, except for like over in Animal Kingdom, you'll see the the drummers. And then at like different places, you'll see like a piano or but you don't see an actual band like jamming. I mean, I mean, the only spot I can think of is the uh over in D- disney springs area that that large uh stage over by the world world of disney you can see live you can see live bands there to uh, perform is there a oh, stage yeah, in epcot yeah, yeah. too yeah is there a stage so, at epcot where people play live bands play well there's the american pavilion the american pavilion that's one, that's the only one that's the only stage at epcot but the main stage at disney disney springs right in front of the uh, 
uh, World of Disney, they have live bands there play every once in a while. Uh, I remember back at Grand Floridian, where we had the uh, uh, the Grand Floridian Orchestra. They oh, would, they were the best. Yeah, they would play there. So that's another live band. Uh, live music at the back at back then was at the Jazz Club. Uh, geez, I mean, there there were so many live band opportunities to to check out live music at these great establishments on the Disney property. And, you know, it's, it's sad that right now there's no music at, you know, on, on the Disney property, except for the piano player over at Casey's corner. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my good friend, uh, Carol Stein, she is actually known as a piano lady at Epcot. She plays at the Rosen crown every once in a while. What about Yee Yee Bob? Yeah. Yeah. Where's, is he still around? Nah, he uh, he actually passed away. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't think he's dead, man. Well, I thought he was. I thought he was. No. Maybe I think of another Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still alive. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, was that the but, guy? Where was he at? Yeehaw Bob. He was at... Um... Someone's going to tell me. Chris is like, Chris is like, how about this guy? Drew is like, nope, he died. Dad. Chris is like trying to like make up fun little, fun, hey, how about this guy? Let yeah, me he, see. he died, man. Yeehaw, Bob. Scott said someone did just die. But I think that was Mrs. Potts he's thinking of. Yeah, Mrs. Oh. Potts just died. Yeah, Definitely man. not one of the live uh, music contributors at Disney World, though. I think she's a little bigger than that. Well, Yeehaw Bob did not update his Facebook since 2019. So Ooh, that's not could, a good sign. Could that is be not a good sign. We give our condolences, or we will give our condolences uh, at the time of or at his or today as passing. Oh, he was fired actually in 2020. Uh, well, well, Scott does say a piano player did pass away recently. I'll tell you what, Yeehaw Bob sounds like a crazy name, but if you looked at him, I don't know what other name he could have. Like if his legal name was Yeehaw. I would, I would I would believe it. <laughs> you know how much uh, you know how much royalties he'll be getting for every time somebody said yeehaw. It's like up oh, here's a, here's a hundred bucks for you. Up oh, yeehaw, well, nothing because he's dead. Two hundred. Oh well, <laughs> not dead, just unemployed. He's unemployed. He's, he's dead uh, to Disney. That's for sure. Oh, he's alive. He's alive. Good. Now I can keep this whole segment. All right. All right. He's he, uh, he's he's traveling. He'll be in Morocco. Ooh, he's oh, living. Wow. He's living life. He's man. living his best life. Off those royalties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeehaw. Oh, that's another 500 bucks. Hey, come on, Remy. We don't have that mu much money. <laughs> Still alive and well. In front of the Cinderella Castle in the Magic Kingdom, in Walt Disney World is a Cinderella stage show. The first stage show on this stage debuted in the 1980s called Best of Disney, with the stage show Spirit of America debuting in 1987. These two daytime stage shows performed at different times on the same day on the Cinderella stage show until... Spirit of America was replaced with 15 Years of America, and then in 1989, that was replaced by Disney Mania. Best of Disney ran until 1995. It was replaced by Every Day's A Holiday. Both Disney Mania and Every Day's A Holiday ran until 2001, featuring the Kids of the Kingdom. The Kids of the Kingdom was a performing group that started in Disneyland in 1974. They performed mainly as a backup to the characters. Disney Mania's stage show focused on utilizing popular Disney songs, with characters coming on stage to perform each single. Everyone from Mickey, Scrooge McDuck, Roger Rabbit, King Louie, and Baloo, to Cruella DeVille, Captain Hook, and many more. Disney Mania was updated throughout the years, bumping characters like Dodger from Oliver and Company for Aladdin with the hit Prince Ali. 
Oh, that's going to be really sad. Like if you're giving it your all, your Dodger from Oliver and Company, the year <laughs> is 1990 and you are just loving life and you are up there on that stage, giving it a hundred percent every day. And then you get the call to go in the office and you're told that you're being replaced by, I don't know. Aladdin. Prince Ali. Yeah. I'm trying to think what was out at that time. So the first one was Aladdin. So, you know, you're getting uh, replaced by the genie or something like that. Yeah. How sad. Yeah. When we were, I was watching the video of Disney Mania doing my, my research, very professional over here. And uh, the dog came on. I was like, what is that? And my wife goes, that, that's from Oliver and Company. I go, oh, is it? Oh, I don't know. And then uh, we watched the 93 show and Oliver wasn't there anymore. Nope. Nope. It was Prince. It was Prince Ali, uh, Aladdin from Aladdin. Listen, have you seen Oliver and Company? That's, what, that's like one of my favorite movies. I don't know. I can't say I have. Now it's known in the history podcast world that I have a terrible memory, so maybe I have seen it, but I'm not remembering it. We're in this in this era of like a a resurgence of you know. Like we're doing it over again, live action, this and that, and whatever. Right. And why did we just skip over Oliver and Company? We have all these other live actions, and and Oliver and Company just got missed in there. And that's a good movie. How big was Oliver and Company? Was it was it a top tier movie when it came out? Oh, I remember it vividly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should watch it again soon. Is it on Disney Plus? It has to be on Disney Plus. I gotta watch it. I'll watch it with my kids soon. Give you guys a report. See how it holds up. I was doing research on Kids of the Kingdom, and I really couldn't find any information on them because I never heard of them before. Remy, do you is remember that a Kids of the Kingdom? Is lower tier Mickey Mouse Club? Yes, it is, kind of. Yes. It is a, it is a beyond low tier of the Mickey Mouse Club. Thanks for your audition tape for the Mickey Mouse Club. However, we are full with the likes of Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, and Justin Timberlake. Oh, and Ryan Gosling. However, we have a great spot for you. Do you want to perform in the sun eight hours? And every day, well, you can join Kids of the Kingdom, and you can play back. Uh, you can be the back singers for Mickey Mouse. Sure, why not? <laughs> now Scott's over here saying Kids of the Kingdom was amazing, and he he says he predates the reboot of Mouse Club, which it does. He's correct. Like I said, it it originated in um, what did I say here, 1974. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Isn't there an old are they so there's this really beyond cheesy movie it is classic 70s and it is on disney plus right now because we stumbled onto it and they're staying at the contemporary and they're performing at disney is that those kids i don't know yeah what i mean the you guys are lucky i have as much history as i do because it was impossible to find multiple sources with information on Disney Mania, Every Day is a Holiday, and Kids in the Kingdom. That's why, uh, spoiler alert, our last paragraph is about Disney Mania, the, the album. I don't know if you remember that, Remy. So uh, that's our last paragraph because the history, the next paragraph is our last paragraph regarding the actual history of the show itself. So funny story. My dad was actually on that record. Really? <laughs> that the entire Stop Disney, it. The entire really? Disney, so cool. yeah, the entire Disney Mania record. My dad is actually playing the bass in that in that entire album, and he has it in his uh, in his office at his uh, at at his campus. And 
I'm like, Dad, you got you to show me this record. He goes, all right, here, here it is. It is. It, it looks so funky looking, man. It just looks so, like, tearing apart. I'm like, I, I can't even see this record anymore. I'm like, where are you? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm right there in the middle. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't tell if that's you or not, Dad. I mean, come on now. <laughs> it is those kids of the king i feel like <gasps> you see a photo of the kids of the kingdom yes adam posted it there is a there is the cheesiest yeah. movie oh everybody has to watch it i feel like that should be your homework to watch this movie that's on disney <laughs> it's plus. on disney plus right now back. yes okay i'll so, watch it okay they so stay at the contemporary <laughs> and oh my gosh <laughs> okay so all you did fans go to disney plus and, and watch the kids of the kingdom I'll try to watch it. Jen's going to try to watch it. Chris, you going to be able to watch this? Uh, 10 minutes of it? Yes. And then next week, we'll talk about a little bit. Of it. Ne- uh, we'll have a lot to talk about next week, so we might not. Hopefully, we can get to it, but definitely have a chance to take a look. No, <laughs> I, I don't think it was the same Kids of the Kingdom, but it their outfits looked like that. It was similar. They were performing at Disney. It was. Yeah, it looks, it looks like the same group that I watched, but just, you know, different kids. While Disney Mania got updated every so often, every day's a holiday stayed the same throughout its 11-year run. The show started with Mickey and Minnie with a song about Valentine's Day and would then bring out different key characters to perform a number about a holiday. Chip, Dale, and Pluto would perform a medley of Yankee Doo Dandy, Your Grand Old Flag, and Star Spangled Banner for the 4th of July. Halloween was celebrated with Maleficent and Captain Hook, sporting spooky black, orange, and yellow colors. The show ended with Mickey and Minnie leading the group, and singing a medley of Christmas songs. The two stage shows' performances stood out with the utilization of a live band with every performance. The band stood level with the guests, playing the music live every day, allowing the show to feel more like a concert than a simple performance. These two stage shows ran until 2001. They were both replaced with Cinderella's surprise celebration. The new show got rid of the live band and the kids of the kingdom to focus on Disney characters and the surging popularity of the Disney princesses. Okay, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Maybe Remy can answer it. Yeah. Did the live band have groupies? Well, I mean, well, well um, I, I, I mean, were there um, were there women that came every day, every performance to see like your dad? Well, I mean, I um, I can't really answer that. I mean, if I had to answer it, I'd sign an NDA for that. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean. Put it this way, it's just, there's a lot of Disney fanatics who would have come out just to see the band itself. Because Were they really? Yeah, because, I mean, I mean, put it this way, man, the, the music back then was tight. I mean, it had a nice, stable sound, stable mobility to it, and everybody liked it. Like, everybody just enjoyed listening to that music in front of Cinderella Castle. Yeah, I mean, what, I mean it's literally um, Disney Mania, the stage show, is literally a greatest hits of Disney songs. That's really what it is. It's like every, it's the greatest hits of Aladdin. You know, it's, it's every good song from a TV show, like Scrooge McDuck uh, coming out to, to form his song. It's just Cruella DeVille, Captain Hook. Just, it's the best of the best during that era, which I think would be right. really fun to listen to. I think, hold up. I think it would do what well is now. Scrooge Mc, hold up. What is Scrooge McDuck's song? It would Are be, you talking about the DuckTales? Yeah, DuckTales. Yeah, DuckTales. Mm. Yeah, you don't like Ducktales? You... Oh, I love Ducktales. Oh, there you go. Let's see what they, what they did was like for the, for the stage show. I mean, my dad told me this story, and he goes, "Yeah, so we had to put 
we had to put our, our own modern twist to these Disney songs while we're playing in front of D- Disney's uh, Cinderella Castle. Like we had to stay, you know, this song comes up next and this song comes up next and then this one comes up next. So they had to be prepared and ready to go. But my dad and a couple of his other bandmates, they actually did some of the arrangements for the Disney Mania stage show. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Wow. So yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute this this sounds pretty cool okay who did this like, oh yeah my dad did this i mean you're, you're welcome that's awesome yeah because i imagine now would he ever tell you like would he ever be like he's playing music for light for his living but yeah he's playing the same 10 songs two three times a day yep i mean Just i feel like it i feel like that on. would that would definitely become something like you don't want to do after a while yeah <laughs> But it was a, it was a stable job for him. Like right. he he loves what he does, and when he was playing the, those type of music at Disney, he didn't want to give up on it. But he had to find another job, and uh, and he became a uh, teacher. So oh there really? You go. Oh cool. Yeah. Even though the stage shows ended in 2001, that was not the end of Disney Mania. In 2002, Walt Disney Records released a CD, Disney Mania, which featured various musical artists performing their own renditions of classic Disney songs. Smash Mouth performed I Want to Be Like You, Christina Aguilera performed Reflections, and NSYNC performed When You Wish Upon a Star. Other artists like Usher, Bahaman, Hilary Duff, and Anastasia performed various Disney hits. Disney Mania peaked at 52 on the Billboard 200, and even achieved gold certification from the RIAA. In 2004, Disney released the second installment of Disney Mania, Disney Mania 2. This album had 15 different artists performing 15 Disney hits, like Raven singing True to Your Heart and Jump 5 singing Welcome. Disney Mania 2 peaked at 29 on the Billboard 200, with Walt Disney Records even producing music videos for the songs. One popular music video was Circle of Life by Disney Channel Circle of Stars, which is a group made up of various Disney TV stars. Disney Mania would go on to release five more albums, along with two special albums, Disney Remix Mania in 2005, and Princesses, Disney Mania, in 2008. Throughout the years, Disney Mania would have live concerts at Disney California Adventure, recording these concerts and releasing them as DVDs. So, I actually can relate to this really? history. Yeah, so Disney Mania, the album, came out in 2002, and I was seven then, So it was, and my sister was five, so we had this album. I, I have it probably in my basement. I never heard um, of this before yeah, I did no, the research. I, 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 I know some of these songs, like my favorite song. I love the Tiki Room by Hilary Duff. I loved um, uh, Just Can't Wait to Be King by Aaron Carter. And then Smash Mouth, I Want to Be Like You. It, I, we love this. Like we put it on a little CD player and, uh, and we'd listen to this. Yeah, I have this album. When I looked at, when I Googled Disney Mania and the album came up, I vividly remember it. Like I, I, it's very familiar to me. It sounds like a fun concept. Like take the top bands and have them do their own versions. Like it's if great. they did that today, I think it would do well. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really really good. Um, I'm gonna look up Disney Mania too, to see if I had this one as well. But Disney Mania um was awesome. Oh wow, Baja Men covering "It's a Small World." Yeah, I don't yeah. remember this one. I want to listen <laughs> to some of these versions. I, and just, I want to go back and I want to listen oh to some of these gosh. Disney Mania songs. I need to maybe download good. uh one through five and take a listen. So um, my yeah. fa- my favorite one is uh, Disney Mania one because I heard heard uh. Like in sync, but in sync did another version, another Disney Mania tune, but it was with uh, Phil Collins. They did uh, Trash in the Camp, uh-huh. and they did that that song with him. I'm like, damn, oh, this sounds really good. Cool. Yeah, that's really <laughs> cool. 
<laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Like my, we would go over to my friend's house. We'd listen to this. Like this was very popular around, you know, with my uh, my age, I guess, around then. Two thousand two. That was seven. Yeah, seven. <laughs> yeah, I was I was twelve, thirteen. So I was not I was not bumping in Disney Mania. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were not. You were not. Uh, or you weren't telling anyone anyway. <laughs> in two thousand, are you talking about in two thousand two? Yeah. yeah. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, would you Chris, would you agree with me that Disney Mania was actually a road trip CD that you you would play over, oh, over on yes, a road trip for sure? Definitely, definitely. That, yeah. I think if I'm you had you, man, one through five, you could play on a road trip for sure. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, this was like this was good music because it was like really fun twists on the all these songs you love already, and then all the artists you love. So when you mash them together, it just gives <laughs> you a whole new fun sound. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Maybe it was Disney Mania like three or four or five i don't know but i remember other songs that i didn't see on one or two so i i guess that i just kept listening to them i remember there was this one song the big bad wolf and um i was getting a little too old for disney mania but my friend thought it was the f- most fun song ever that might have been on one of the one of the more recent ones uh i think we were going to like i don't know fifth fifth or sixth grade and he was still listening to like oh man this is shouldn't be listening to disney mania anymore uh so i'll have to look to see what album that was on but i do remember that song as well yeah man this was fun music and i encourage anybody who um who hasn't heard this album to listen to them because they're very fun and if you guys want to buy the entire copies of disney mania you can buy it off of amazon for 68 dollars yeah i saw that Jeez, it's expensive on amazon bucks? yeah to buy just, a brand um, new it's very expensive i'll just, I'll just getting an idea i I'll just know. google these the mp3s lookout. and see if i can find them anywhere <laughs> Quick fire, quick facts, let's go. Disney Mania had a great performance from Zumi Gummy singing the Gummy Bears theme song. There are some surprising bands that performed on Disney Mania. Albums like Bowling for Soup, They Might Be Giants, and The Plain White Tees. Past Kids of the Kingdom performers got together in 2020 to give a socially distanced live performance. Captain Hook and Mr. Smee performed a medley of Never Smile at a Crocodile, A Pirate's Life, and Following the Leader for Disney Mania. During Walt Disney World's 20th anniversary, Roger Rabbit sang Surprise, Surprise, Surprise. What is this? Captain Hook and Mr. Smee performed? Dude, that was actually an awesome music video. And they're just going around the park just singing that song. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> We here at Dishes think Disney Mania and Every Day's a Holiday was classic 90s Disney. We love that the characters were center stage, performing classic hits, and really believe if they brought back this stage show, it would do very well. Jen, do you think it would do well if they brought it back? No. Disney hits being played live at the park? They still, they do shows now. I mean, it's, it catches, you know, the shows are, listen, I know you played Roller Coaster Tycoon, right? Yes. So, you know, shows like this, the point of this is just to catch some of that crowd. And and so that it's not, you know, it kind of it's just a distraction. So and then the, the smart families go and run because hopefully the <laughs> you know wait times are reduced watching the shows. I mean, that, that's why I said is there's there are some people. Listen, my friend is like in love with the Canadian band that was there um, off kilter, I think. That, and, was, good. that uh, was a good group. Man, like borderline groupie with that group. So there, there is definitely, a, there is 
a group of people that have definitely loved those stage shows. I just wasn't one of them. I was gonna say I think it could, you know, bring back the crowd back to the uh to the theme parks to hear, you know, live music again, you know, at the uh, at, at the Magic Kingdom in front of Cinderella Castle. I really do think that it could bring a crowd back, to be honest. How much your dad pay you to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of live music around me. I'm just joking with you. I think it oh, would, no. would be I think it would be cool to have something like this. At the very least, I think it would be cool for them to put out another Disney Mania album. Cause I think that even I think that kids today and you know maybe 27 year olds would would like that. Yeah. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord, which is fantastic, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist, and overall just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to dizhiz.com and on the top, there is a link. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to weebygeeksbc.com. That's weebygeeksbc.com and listen to all the other awesome podcasts as well as Diz Hiz. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Niels wants to know. Hello, hello again. This is Niels. Be sure to check out my Instagram account, which is at Capturing Disney Parks. Okay, over to your question for this month, and let's think a bit crazy and creative. If you could sleep in a Walt Disney World attraction for one night, which one would you pick and for what reason? Any reason is okay, so let's hear your choices. 
Sleep in an That's attraction. That's easy for me. Go That's ahead. easy for Go me. Ahead. He said Walt Disney World, right? Did he say or Disney World? did he just World? say Disney? Uh, hold on one second. Crazy and creative. If you could sleep in a Walt Disney World attraction. So Walt Disney World attraction. Yeah, easy. Go ahead, Chris. Easy, easy for me. All right. Pirates oh, of the, Pirates he's going to take it. Oh, no, he didn't take it. Chris, Pirates of the Caribbean? Just because of the smell. I feel like the, the smell, smell is so soothing. You, oh my, my wife loved that smell. I don't like that. I don't love it, but I don't, I don't hate it. The smell of bromine? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the smell <laughs> they like. Yeah, It's really but, good. But if you stay in there long enough, you're not going to smell it. You go, like you go nose blind to it. You go nose blind. That's fine. It'll put me to sleep. It'll cure my insomnia. I think, and then you sleep in the boat, have it rocky to sleep. I, I like it. I'm doubling down on my answer because first it was just for the smell. Now I have a water bed. But are you sleeping <laughs> on the boat that's going around the ride? Because every so often you have to go to the drop. No, no, no. I'll just stop it. Okay. I can do whatever I want. This is my dream, Alex. <laughs> How about you, Remy? You said you had, get, you had one already. I was easy. I'm also going to, uh, also in Space Mountain. That'll be, that'll be my, Mountain. that'll be my, uh, my room. I me. like that because it's always cold in there. So you need it to be well, really dark to sleep? Is that dark. what you're saying? Is it? Is it? Is the music going? Is the atmosphere? Yes. That would be my question. The atmosphere is, is the going atmosphere on, is for going, sure. Okay, the atmosphere is going. Okay, I have my answer. No, no, because, Lock it in. Because here's why. I used to work at Space Mountain, and I used to, and I used to be in the control room. And we actually had a little pull-out couch in the control room for us. So I'm like, all right, I know where I'm sleeping tonight. <laughs> so this oh, wow. was no dream. This was some. This was actually historic. Like this is yep. something that happened. <laughs> this, was, <laughs> this was Remy's ten-minute break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping. Leave me alone, Remy. I thought you were on break. I am on break. Just leave me alone, real quick. <laughs> it's like they're like, Remy, you pushing the button. He has a stick. He's like, yeah, I'm pushing the button. <laughs> <laughs> so Jen, you got an idea now? I do. Uh huh. Haunted Mansion. Yeah, oh. that makes sense for you. Checks which, out. which area in Haunted Mansion are you sleeping? Oh, probably in the terrifying. ballroom. The ballroom? Yeah. With all the mm -hmm. ghosts? Yes. Spooky. Because they're not see... actually there, right? They're not actually there, but I would want to just kind of see what happens all night. Not alone, though. I, I Not alone. Somebody's going to have to go with me. <laughs> okay. I would, kind of, I would sleep in the stretching room. Nah, that's Emotion boring. Sick. <laughs> I think I would sleep in. You know, it's funny. We're all doing Ma we're all doing Magic Kingdom rides so far, so it's like it's yeah. Disney World, but we're all picking Magic Kingdom. I was going to do Kilimanjaro Safaris just to be on the edge. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and you know, I'm gonna stick with Magic Kingdom. So maybe we can we can answer this question some other time for something else. But I'm gonna stick with Magic Kingdom and go um, the Little Mermaid ride because because I fall asleep on it now. Just going there <laughs> and riding it, I'll fall asleep. It's just so it's and I'd have it constantly moving. I wouldn't have it, it like it would go. I'd have the music turned off, but I'd have I'd have it moving because wait, uh, you told me it had to be on. I didn't say it had to be on. I said you could have the omni omniance if you wanted it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Alex, I'm surprised you didn't say people mover. People mover. That's a good one, too. Actually, it's a good one, too. But no, I think I, I think I do. Uh, you know, uh, those shelves are pretty comfortable. Yeah. Sometimes I try to get my wife to take the kids so I can actually take a nap. I was like, don't you want to sit with the kids? And then I can sit by myself behind them. <laughs> what do you think Neil said? Because he goes Disney World, so I don't think he's going Magic Kingdom. He's probably going, you know, Hollywood Studios. Or All right, I know exactly what Neil's going to say. He's obsessed with Pandora, so he's going to say Navi River Journey. Ooh, that would be one to <clears> fall asleep on for sure. Yeah. If I if I was in Neil's position position, I would say he he might choose either Flight of Passage or How you sleep a Flight of Passage? It's like a motorcycle. 
Like, so what? I, I will sleep in that chair. That's <laughs> but I, I, I'm a, my second guess would be, yeah. See, Neil's different. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe Tower of Terror. I don't, I don't know. Oh my what? god! <laughs> you, you, you named the two most unconventional places to sleep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's he's, see what he says. He's Dutch. Rock not and roller an alien. coaster. Oh my god. <laughs> I decided that I want to sleep in Pandora, the world of Avatar. It's such a beautiful, illuminated land at night. Really peaceful and magical. Although Flight of Passage is one of my favorite attractions, I choose uh, Navi River Journey to sleep in. I think the calm moving boats sleep nicer <laughs> than bending over on those benches at Flight of Passage. Also, the river journey is nicely dark, uh, magically lit, uh, not too loud uh, in most uh, scenes. And I think I could have a good uh, dream in there. Okay, I've heard you guys and you wanted cutting floor room jokes, right? I was wondering if you know what Walt Disney World and let's call it that blue pill for men have in common. It's usually a long wait for just a two minute ride. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> that's awesome. That's like one of those. That's like one of those harmless jokes you'd hear in a Disney movie. Exactly. That was really funny. That, that was, was a good. good one. That was good. I'm glad he. I'm glad he heard our call. He, you know, yeah. he listens and he he took it to heart and he listened. So I, like I think it. I'm getting to know Neil's pretty well. Yeah, you called it, man. You called it. Wow. And Remy good probably job, called it too because he knew he loved uh, uh, the other ride. Plot of passage. Plot of passage. So this week in Disney, um, let's start with Jen. Go ahead. Well, I actually did something kind of cool that I had inspiration from TikTok. So uh, I work remotely and I saw this TikTok a few weeks ago of somebody who takes their computer and, you know, on occasion they sit in the Disney lobby and they'll work. Well, I had a need to do that because I had family in town and I was going to go meet them after um you know, in the parks after I had finished working for the day. So I was like, let me give this a try. And I set up shop in one of the resorts, did my work for a few hours, and it was actually really nice. So um, not that I would recommend everybody do that. And I definitely wouldn't be doing it on a regular basis, but because I needed to do it, worked out perfect. So did that, went to Magic Kingdom for a couple of hours and went to Hollywood Studios after. And then the next day, spent the day at Animal Kingdom Lodge, sat up by the pool, had some drinks with my family that was in town. So it was a nice low-key Disney weekend. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds yes. cool. Yeah. Did, were you in like a rocking chair? No, not a rocking chair. That wouldn't work for a laptop. No, um, I found a table um, that was kind of off way away you know in a very very quiet um dvc area of one of the resorts oh a dvc so, area that's cool yes so um kind of set myself up in the corner and people kind of thought that i worked there <laughs> uh so uh, is that it yeah that was okay. it but that was a lot man i was tired <laughs> that was a lot yeah oh uh, remy what did you do this week in disney so this week in disney i went to uh went to animal kingdom and cool. hung out with a couple of friends of mine from nice. work. And uh I gotta say, like we we kind of knocked out uh most of most of the rides there, except for Pandora area. And we so we went to we the first ride we went on was we did uh Kilimanjaro Safari. And yeah. 
we had the experience of a lifetime. We actually heard the lion roar. Oh, cool. oh really? While we, yeah, oh, that's while cool. while we're on the uh, the attraction. That's very cool. And after that, he after that after he he roared, he went right back to sleep. I'm like, yeah, that, that's a kitty thing. All right, that's, that's pretty much a cat thing right there. Just roar and then all right, I'm going back to sleep. Forget all y'all. Let's <laughs> ride. <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, after that, I watched. Uh, I watched the the last uh, episode of She-Hulk. Oh, oh good one. How'd you like I, it? I loved it. I was like, no, they brought him on. I'm like, yes, let's yeah. go. Yeah, that was, we, well, you knew he was coming on, didn't you? I did. Okay. I did, but I'm like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. That, Chris, exceeded you, my expectations. Did you see the last episode, oh, Chris? Yes. Jen, you, you haven't watched She-Hulk, right? I saw the first two episodes and then life got crazy, so uh, I have okay. to catch up. So, so we don't get too far into without it. spoiling anything. I think it was a good episode. I I was definitely feeling for her as a character at that point. Yeah, and yeah. It was nice little cherry on the top for the last episode. And I'm, you know, people are bagging on the uh, the way it looks, which I get. Like it's it's a TV show. It's not a movie. Um, but I think it's uh, I think it's a good written show, and I think it's yeah, I like the way it's done. Yep, me too. I agree. Now, what they need to do is they need to add her on the freaking Marvel's Avengers video game. I'm like, come on now. Put her <laughs> oh, on yeah. the video game, please. When there's money even be made, they will do it. Yeah, really. So trust me that she will be in the game. She will be everywhere <laughs> soon, I believe. And yeah. hopefully she makes it. I mean, imagine she'll make it to the movies. And I think she'll do well in the movies. Yep. yep. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Anything else for me? Uh, after that, I went to... Uh, uh, went to work at uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, so I was there at Hollywood. Is that City. where you're working now, Rock and Roller Coaster? I am. I'm working at Rock and Roller Coaster part time over there. Pretty much like after work, like if I have like a short shift, I would I will go to you know another park. Like I will go to Epcot for a little bit, or uh-huh. I'll go to that's awesome. Or, or or I would just or I would just stay at Hollywood Studios and go do the things that I haven't done in quite a long time. So that's cool. It's it was awesome. Like, I usually just hit up Star Tours on the way out. I'm like, you know what? Why not? It's, it's a walk on. I'll I'll go ahead and go on it. So why not? Do cool. you? So when you're working the ride, do you get to go on the ride? So I don't. So I, I'm actually not at the ride. I'm at the the photo uh, the photo center. Oh, I see. There. Yeah, but yeah, if it's if we're like out of uniform, we can go on the ride. So we're like, okay, all right, I'm gonna go on the ride. All right, jump in single rider line. So all right, cool. And that's then, cool. And that's pretty much it. Awesome. And I heard if you use uh, when you get your photo taken there, if it's taken by Remy, if you use promo code Remy's Roundtable, you get charged twenty five percent more. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Chris, what'd you do this week in Disney? Uh, you know what, Alex? I thought I did nothing, and then I remember I went to Comic Con on Friday. Oh, that's right. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm posting the photos in chat right now. I did. I, I <clears throat> every year I buy the two year pat the two day pass, and I was able to go to the two day. I don't think I've ever went there for two days because something always comes up. Last year we had a COVID scare; turned out to be nothing. This year, um, it was they were charging four hundred and fifty dollars to stay overnight in New York City. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to stay overnight. So I took the train up. I uh, spent the day there. So the couple, the few photos that I put in uh, Discord just now are uh, I met Alex Saviuk, who we interviewed on the podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, and he remembered who I was. He's like, oh, you just got married, didn't you? Like, I didn't even like say how hey, I'm from the podcast or anything. He That's crazy. Really, I, can't, I, I know. know people do that. That's I don't awesome. Know do that crazy. And uh, he was such a nice guy. I bought a print from him, and that's what I'm holding in the uh, in the uh, the photo. It was really cool. My friend's huge into comics, so he he was telling me what the comic book cover was, and 
Alex does a lot of um, homage covers. So this was the um, this was the cover where Peter Parker is walking away from the spider suit, but instead he's walking away from the Venom, you know, symbiote. Uh, you know. Ooh. So did you introduce your friend to Alex? Yes. And were you like the coolest guy after that? He's like, oh my god, you just introduced me to Alex Saviak. It's it's funny because he's the one that like goes used to go to Comic Con all the time. I started tagging along with him the last couple of years, and um, for the past couple of years, I'm the person that has known like the vendors. Yeah. <laughs> because last year, uh, Jeff Kaufman he does comic books, so he was there, you know, presenting his comic books, and we were talking to him for a while. And then yeah. this year, Alex was there. So um, yeah, it's it's pretty funny how that works. But the another person that I met was the. Um, was Conchu? Conchu was there. Uh, I saw that. I like that nice. picture a lot. Yeah, I uh, I went up to him and I said, uh, "My lord, can I take a photo with you?" And then he said yes, and he did this crazy pose and very intimidating. And then um, and then I said something about serving him or something. I forget what I said. Uh, <laughs> someone was dressed in a knight as a knight, and I went up to him and I went, "Mando!" And I think I very I offended him. He was, wearing, <gasps> he was wearing a chrome helmet, and. Um, uh, that was fun. And then the highlight of my day was I talk about him all the time on here. I oh, me yeah. and Emily watch Paging Mr. Morrow, uh, which is a Disney YouTuber, uh, Disney vlogger. And um, we watch him every night for dinner. We found him during the pandemic and we've been watching him ever since. So Emily wakes me up the morning of Comic-Con. She goes, Chris, Nate is going to be there. That's his name. And <laughs> you're like, no spoiler alert. Yeah, because <laughs> um he is sponsored by the clothing brand Roosevelt's because he wears their shirts in like every video. So Roosevelt's flew him up there to be at the booth. So I'm thinking like there's no way I'm not gonna be able to introduce myself to him because it's not like he's some A-list celebrity where people are gonna be crowding him. Right. Like, you really have to know him to know him, to know who he is. So I get there in the morning and I went up to the booth and he wasn't there. So I asked when he was going to be there and they said 1.30. So, you know, promptly at 1.30, I get back there and sure enough, he's there. And I go up to him and I shook his hand and I said, hey, man, you look fedorable today. Because that's one of the things he always says because he always wears a fedora. And he laughed and I introduced myself. Very, very intimidating because it's like I, I watch this guy all the time. So to see him in person was right. like insane. So um, I was talking to him. And I said, uh, I don't know if you remember me or not, but uh, um, a couple years ago, you were making a video at Animal Kingdom Lodge and your your camera fell and it broke. And I said, that was during the pandemic. And my wife and I, uh, you know, we loved watching your videos because they're so positive. And he, and, uh, he knew this because he's him, but he did not have a lot of money then. Uh, so he did not have a, a whole lot of subscribers. He wasn't making money from YouTube yet. So I, I, I donated $50 to him to help him get a new camera. And uh, everyone like made fun of me for that. Like I was like, <laughs> I was, like no, I, I just really love this guy. He's like a nice guy and he's so positive and he spreads all like, you know, positivity. I told him that and he was so humbled by it. He was like, oh my gosh, that made my day. He goes, I was really going through a lot then. And I just appreciate that so much. And he said, do you like Roosevelt's? Let me buy you a shirt. And he said, pick anything out. So yeah, he was, uh, so he let me pick a, a Roosevelt shirt from the booth and he bought me a Roosevelt shirt, which is like a $70 shirt. So like that was the coolest thing ever. So to be able to get that, and then I was rummaging around my apartment trying to find something for him to autograph, and I uh, I got him to hold up the camera. I got him to sign my Magic Band. Which was nice, cool. that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and then I got a picture with him. Such a nice guy. You know, they say don't meet your heroes, but he is he uh, coming? Is he coming on the podcast? I was gonna I, say I, that would I, be awesome. I, I had I I was like 
it was such a like a, a whirlwind of an experience that I did not say anything on the podcast. So but next year I will. I was telling my wife about this and she goes, did uh-huh. he mention the podcast? I said, I don't think so. He didn't mention, say it to me. She's like, you guys are so bad at promoting your podcast. Because remember, we <laughs> I ran to, um, what's his name at the parks? I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Tracker. Tim Tracker. Tim Tracker. Tim Tracker. I ran into Tim Tracker and talked to him for a second and didn't bring up the podcast at all. And we walked away and Christine's like, why didn't you say you had a Disney podcast? I was like, I didn't think about it. I didn't. I, I didn't, didn't want to sell him. I didn't want to sell him the podcast after he just bought me a shirt. Like I didn't want to ask you. Oh, oh, and by the way, like I asked. So he got me. He got me a shirt. Then I asked him to sign my magic band. Then I asked him for a picture. I was like, oh, and one more thing, by the way. <laughs> like I didn't want to be like. You feel like I was soliciting him. But you could be like, you you got me so into Disney that I'm all even doing a Disney podcast now. It's a lie. I'm looking a lie to to page this tomorrow. <laughs> No, but now what you can do is you can reach out to him and say, hey, exactly. I was kind of uh, it was kind of a little Star Trek when I met you. But by the way, exactly. you know, you're one of my inspirations on this Disney podcast that I do now. So if you ever had this seed, we got you. Yeah, that's what I will do. And I was going to I was I was going to mention something next year, but I think that maybe I could message him instead of waiting until next year. <laughs> you know, um, and you made 20 bucks. I I did. You're right. Yeah, I donated fifty. Got me a seventy dollars shirt. So it's, it's all green, baby. It was all, it was all part of the plan. <laughs> That's what Get I think. I think if I made twenty dollars just now. Why are you not wearing the? No, I'm going to tell you what. If you if you get him on um, the podcast, you have to wear the shirt. I will, but yeah. I will wear the shirt for the next episode because it is an oogie boogie shirt. Oh, uh, perfect, so, perfect, yeah. perfect. Before we go into the next episode, I'll go. I'll talk about what I did this week in Disney. And um, I watched Under Wraps 2. I know you all probably watched it too. Uh, probably really into it, you know. But I watched Under Wraps 2 mm-hmm. just came out. My, my kids liked it. And uh, you know what? It wasn't as good as the first one, which wasn't as good as the original. But, uh, you know, it was a fun little movie. And then I got done watching She-Hulk last week. I watched the last episode. And so I was like, oh, you know what I need to do? I need to watch Hawk, Hawkeye, right? So, you know, you all say I don't watch things very quickly. I consumed Hawkeye in two nights. What? You did? You, you, you kept this a secret. Yeah, I did. I did keep a secret. Yeah, I finished you it last it night. You liked it that much? I loved it. So it was good, awesome. right? awesome. It was so – I love the girl in it. She's so good. Great. Great character. Yeah. Great character uh, development, just the way – and how they – you know, the interactions between them and how the characters grow as friends and whatnot. Um, the pizza dog? The pizza, pizza dog. The LARPers. The dog. The, uh, yeah, the, LARPers. the, the uh, yeah, Kate Bishop and her relationship with Clint and then her relationship with Yelena. Like, that was hilarious. They're fighting and she's like, good kick. She's like, stop trying to make me like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's how like, great were the, uh, the, the, uh, the tracksuit mafia? The yeah. tracksuit mafia, mafia was awesome. They were really good. I like... I like how everything was bro. It's so it's so funny yeah. how they have their own like way of speaking and stuff. But yeah, the tracksuit mafia was good. And now you um, have to re-listen to our interview with with the guy from the tracksuit mafia, Carlos Navarro. Yeah, no, I don't have to do that. But <laughs> but no, it was good. And yes, people were saying I have to watch Moon Knight, and that is next. I'm gonna watch Moon Knight next. Mm, maybe so I, good. maybe I won't yeah. consume it in two nights because I was feeling Ooh, it the next day. I don't know. I mean, it's I would really I was going to bed at eleven. And then I'd watch four episodes and be like, oh, my God, it's 1.30? Oh, my God. So maybe I won't do it this time again. But uh, I definitely will start Moon Knight next. And uh, I'm very happy I watched it. I I'm, I can't wait. Are they making another season? Does anybody know? I don't know. Don't Not know. sure. And I hope but... I, I hope they, they, they move Kate Bishop into the Marvel Universe because I think 
Yeah. I think she has a good, she's a good character and she has uh, room to grow into a great character. And uh, I'm looking forward to more Yelena in uh, not the Suicide Squad, but the Suicide Squad version. What was it called? I forget. Thunderbolts. 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 Because I really liked her in this show. I thought she was really funny in this show. Yeah. So, but yeah, Moon Knight is next. And maybe maybe next week I'll I'll tell you how I like the season. Yeah, yeah maybe I you don't keep it. it a keep it a secret from me, man. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> and then uh, go back to what we we're saying before. Next week, next week's episode is on Oogie Boogie Batch. We're doing two Halloween episodes. Um, so we're gonna have a Halloween episode come out on the twenty fifth, and Halloween episode come out on the first. We may change it and make it come out on Monday the thirty first. What do you think of that? Do you think that's a good idea, guys? I yeah. think that's a great idea. So maybe we'll have an episode come out on, on Tuesday the 25th and then episode come out on Monday the 31st or, as usual, Tuesday the 1st. But we're going to have no, two no, Halloween no, episodes. No. The next one is Oogie Boogie Bash. And uh, you know, did you know that originally it was called Mickey's Halloween Treat and it actually debuted in 1995? Wow. Did you know that? Did yes. not know that. Well, you'll find out more next week when we do. We'll look, we'll look more into the history. So, Remy, thanks for coming on the podcast. It was a lot of fun. Uh, where can people find you? What's your podcast name? Tell tell everybody. Man, you guys can check out Remy's Roundtable on all social media platforms. And uh, uh, so we just finished recording our episode, which is called We Are at the Haunted Mansion. So we got our lecture and quiz with the five-minute professor, and our topic was the Haunted Mansion. But on the next upcoming episode of Remy's Round on Remy's Roundtable, we will be celebrating our third year anniversary of the program. And I got to say, guys, this might be a Diz Journey episode. So you guys do not want to miss out on this upcoming episode. That's Remy's Roundtable. And next episode will be our third year anniversary program. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. And hey, it was actually, you know, it was fun. Thanks for the idea of the episode. My yeah, pleasure, man. Thanks for My coming. pleasure. Yeah, anytime, guys. And that's the his on Disney Mania and Everyday's a Holiday Stage Shows. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. And I'm Remy. Thanks for listening and have a magical life. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.